0: So, so many cosplay I see why does it always happen outdoors <laughs> like why don't why doesn't anybody really do like indoor like like photo sessions
1: so there are indoor photo sessions um, it just depends on I guess either the cosplayer or the photographer I mean in some cases you have um, instances where the cosplayer is the host of the so the cosplayer comes up with the concept what character they want to portray um they choose a photographer or photographers whether it's a solo session or a group session and then you can determine the venue whether it's indoors or outdoors but with indoors it's like yeah you have to worry about whether or not it's in a studio or you know some other sort of venue out there and then you have to deal with well whether or not you need to pay a fee to use this space mm. or rent the space. I mean, it, it varies.
0: Welcome to the What is Black podcast, where we attempt to defy the myth of a black monolith. I'm your host, Jason McCoy. This podcast wouldn't be possible without your listenership. So please subscribe to us on all the podcasting platforms, including Apple Podcast and Spotify, and share with your friends and enemies. What is Black podcast is kept independent and ad free thanks to your donations. So please find all the links on how you can help us keep this going by visiting whatisblackpodcast.com. Without further ado, let's break on in. What's up, everybody? I'm sitting here with Kristen McIntosh. Hello, Kristen. Hey, everyone. (laughs) So Kristen, for the non-initiated or the people who aren't in the know, uh, tell us what you do and what brings you here today.
1: Okay, Um, so my background is in visual art. Um, I went to Kappa Creative and Performing Arts, middle school and high school. Um, They've since merged the schools together since I've been there um, And yeah I mean from from visual arts I took the track professionally To architecture So architecture is my 9 to 5 job mm. um, And then I dibble and dabble Into different Alternative fashion and things of that nature In my leisure
0: time mm. Cosplay being one of them So how did you go from uh, I guess first what was your introduction Into art
1: Ooh, um. Well, my mom would say I came out of the womb creating art. I say this all the time, but it's so hilarious. But um, yeah, she would say I came out of the womb creating art. So she would probably attest to me starting art since I was like to, (laughs) Um, you know, whether it was playing around with crayons and or finger paints and things of that nature. But I guess when I started to gain an actual talent and knack for art, I would probably have to say um, elementary school, specifically second grade. Um, An art teacher at the private elementary school that I went to um, saw that I had some talent and helped me foster that. Um, and in turn, after school, I would work with her. She took me under her tutelage. Um, I would work with her and she'd, you know, expose me to different mediums of art, different genres of art, different, um, historical artists and things of that nature. And yeah, I mean, from there, she helped me, um, curate a portfolio. I auditioned for Rogers Kappa Middle School, got in, and the rest is history from there.
0: Word. So what led you to architecture?
1: That started my sophomore year in high school, actually. Um, Carnegie Mellon University had a little brother program with... <laughs> Kappa High School at the time, and there was an There was an architectural professor from Carnegie Mellon University who came in and gave a small little synopsis of a architecture after school program. Sort of like a fast track intro to hey, this is architecture. Come check it out if you're interested. <laughs> um, hey, <laughs> cool yeah. kids. And cats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, so yeah, I, I, I checked it out. I was like, oh, well, this is interesting. I mean, I never really thought of architecture as a potential profession, but I'm like, well, I mean, it has a design component. There are artistic um, factors that come into play, but it's also, you know, mixing math and science and art together. I was fairly decent in math and science. I was like, well... I didn't necessarily want to be a a starving artist per se. I needed to pay bills, and so I was just like, "Well, I guess architecture is my uh, my ticket
0: in." Yeah, which is wild too, because you have to not only make sure that it looks pretty, but it also has to function. Like, it can't fall down.
1: No, <laughs> so, not at all. <laughs> all these other
0: considerations you have to take in, into. Oh
1: my gosh! The, yes, yes, there, yes, there are. Um, I mean, you know, people live. <laughs> people just assume that oh, you know, when you mention the word architecture, it's like oh yeah, you uh, build buildings, and I'm like, well, technically, architects design the buildings, and then you hire people to actually construct it, right. um, to actually build it, but. Oh yeah, I mean, oh it's, there's so much that goes into it it's not even funny. And like nowadays, you know I mean within the curriculum I mean, we were taught the basics you know design structures, you know actually dealing with the mathematic and scientific components of dealing with calculations is to you know how to make sure that yes, this structure that we're building, actually works it's actually structurally sound there aren't any issues people can move in and out of it without anything you know collapsing god forbid um or 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 the like and so nowadays you can hire structural engineers to kind of work out the kinks, sort of make sure that all the stuff that you design is on par
0: right so it's like super collaborative in that you have to have like not only a background in math science and art slash design, but you also have to work with other people like structural engineers and contractors and people with money that want to pay to build the buildings. And I'm assuming you have to work with like like local and state governments and the like. So it's just, it's a whole ass process.
1: (laughs) Honestly, it really, it really is. It's like, yeah. Our work is what's seen, but there are so many people behind the scenes that go into making that building that you just drew on a piece of paper in a client meeting to it actually like being, you know, physical in your face, in right. real life. You can experience this space. Um, so what's you
0: know, that feeling feel mind. like? What's that feeling like when you see something that? initially started off in your head and then you put it on paper and then see it actually constructed
1: oh man like i mean oh it's it's crazy like it it's almost unexplainable i mean it's on one hand it's like wow like yeah okay i drew this 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 works. I mean, usually I would just, you know, crank out blueprints and things like that from project architects. Mm-hmm. I would then incorporate what they drew into the computer. So I'm like the um, a draftsman, so to speak, or woman, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll actually take what they drew, draw it in the computer, and then send it off to other subcontractors and things of that nature. But to see it go from being a sketch on the paper, to then input and plugged into the computer, sent off to all the different subcontractors that, you know, deal with the electrical, mechanical, Mm. plumbing, um, landscaping, interior design, like lighting, I mean, all of that, and then to actually see it being built, going on site, seeing the actual construction workers, like, you know, gutting out the dirt and the laying out the foundation building up the structure putting in windows i mean it's it's crazy but i mean it really gives me an appreciation for what i do because every single thing counts every single person um counts and everyone i think is important like no there's no like Oh yeah, the architect, the, the the best for this building or like, you know, the 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 head honcho or the most important. Like I feel like every you, you can't get the building built without all of the um, all of the people who go into designing it and actually building it. So I feel like it's it's an awesome thing to see and again it just gives me a a better appreciation for what I do. Cause it's like, wow. Yeah. I drew that. And wow. Yeah. Wait, it's actually like in my face. <laughs> it's basically like built like people are in this space. Yeah. And, and, and afterwards, I'm not going to lie. Afterwards, I never look at a building the same way. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like I will look at a door. It's something as simple as a door. I will look at the door and just be like, okay, I wonder what, What size door that is? I wonder what hardware they use to actually like (laughs) when
0: you open it, what's how does the air flow through? (laughs) Like I completely nerd out. Right. I
1: still nerd out.
0: It's like I mean, yeah, it's like it is kind of like a metaphor for life too, and like, you know, all the pieces that it takes to put some a structure together. And it's always been like a profession that I found super attractive, but I never thought that I was good enough or that I would be good enough. I couldn't actually wrap my head around it. I was always interested in getting into architecture, but like, Mm. it just seemed like something that wasn't for me. And that's why I think it's so dope that you as a black woman are in like this field that not a lot of black people in general are in, but like say like black women architects is just, you're basically a a Pegasus. <laughs> <laughs> Unicorns. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, we,
1: we, we, we've gotten that a lot. Uh, for sure, for sure. Um, like, I mean, ugh, just, yeah. Uh, off the top of my head, I, I, I don't have the stats with me. I could probably pull them off. Mm-hmm. Pull them off the um, the African American Architect Directory online, but um, yeah, I mean, they recently did a endcard by by numbers and um, a report, and they usually like go through demographics, like as to you know the percentage of women to men, um, of you know race, all that. Oh my gosh, like.
0: Yeah. yeah. We,
1: at one point, we, I want to say maybe made up like 2%, if that, Jeez. of all registered architects in the US of A. Um, like I said, I'd have to get back to you on the actual stats as the most recent stats. Right. Um, you want later on, I could send you a link.
0: Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Especially but, like, um, I'll put the link great. to the to the, was it the African-American architects, the website that you just mentioned, I'll put yeah, a link to yeah. that in the description of the podcast. Cause I like, I like I said, like I find architecture fascinating and just knowing like that, like you said, like there's like around like 2% of all architects are like black, <laughs> such a staggering percentage.
1: It really is. I mean, it's it's definitely gotten better. Um, you know, the numbers have definitely increased as far as Black architects go in general, and Black female architects. Mm-hmm. But it's still a heavily white and male dominated field. Right. Yeah, that's. I don't. I don't. That's. That's not changing anytime soon. <laughs> so. <I don't>
0: <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, yeah.
1: Unfortunately, yeah.
0: <laughs> so. Building is it a buttress? Buttressing to your and I probably just completely use that word wrong. I'm just trying to be sound smart and use an architecture term as a like. You really play on words don't calm. have to. Okay. Use your own terms. All right,
1: it's fine. fine. So, you don't get me all that.
0: Segwaying from architecture to cosplay. What got you into cosplay? Because I remember I've like I c have collected comic books my own, my whole life. Pretty mm-hmm. much. Um like and, ma- and like, you know, that led to manga, anime, like all yeah. that. Which I'm sure, like, you know, same with you. And yep. I but I never took it the step to want to dress as the characters in the books. I just appreciated like, you know, everything I was reading in, in the art and the stories, etc. I never actually thought of even dressing up as like any of the characters in the books. So when I was going to cons when cons were a thing, <laughs> when I was going oh, to cons. They
1: still are. They still are. They still are. What do you mean?
0: Do you really count a Zoom con as a con?
1: I mean, hey.
0: And this is only because of the pandemic, but oh. Zoom cons? Like, no, I can't. <laughs> Unless I'm there to smell the sweat and like the bad breath and the greasy hot dog.
1: Chili fries. No. It's not a con. <laughs> well I guess it depends on what you go to the con for.
0: I go for uh, the sweat, the greasy. I,
1: <laughs> I go for the fashion and the characters and just and just seeing just people watching. Right. Honestly. So, um Yeah, so the virtually, I mean I've I've since you know COVID, I've I've attended a few virtual um j fashion events not necessarily cons per se but yes definitely uh alternative j fashion events and again you can still the way they curate it while yes it's not necessarily like oh my gosh face to face in person i can reach out and touch you right or um you know smell the sweat (laughs) and the high foods um it's it's still pretty cool to see you know Again, people's outfits, things of that nature. Right. Um I still hear them, you know, give, you know, there's panels and presentations on stuff. Um, but I guess as far as the whole cosplay thing goes, where that started, a uh, fairly recent within the last maybe five years or so um i've attended cons as well but i i didn't really get into dressing up as characters until i want to say i went to Teco and that was like I, 2015 mm-hmm. um i'm not sure if are you familiar with Teco? have you gone
0: only know because there was like a news article, or rather, it was like um somebody did like a video about it on YouTube like a while ago, and I watched it. But that's okay. all I know about it. I don't know like enough about it to say that I know about it.
1: Okay. Um. So yeah, so Tekko um was basically like it's a, it's a convention, but um more so geared towards like anime, manga, um alternative J fashion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you'll see a lot of characters from different anime sh- A lot of people cosplay as different characters from anime shows, manga. Um, again, alternative J-fashion. There's lots of different subcategories under that. I mean, if you even if you were to just Google J-fashion, I mean, oh, there's so much yeah. um, <laughs> that falls underneath there. But yeah, it started in like one time I went to Tekko and I... Um, I was really into the show Bleach at that time. Mm. And so I ended up cosplaying as the character Yuroichi. Um, and yeah, I, I didn't necessarily have the budget to go on and buy like a full-on costume. And so um, I ended up just selling my own, just making it. <laughs> right. uh, thankfully, Kappa... Because of Kappa and a bit of stuff I did in the past, I was able to learn how to sew. Um, so gaining a knack for that really paid off in the long run with cosplaying as of as of late. Because, you know, if I don't have the budget for it, I could just sew it and make it with what I have in my stash.
0: Right. So what when you say budget, like what where does the budget go? Does it go to like acquiring things to fabricate items or does it go to like buying certain, like, pre-made, prefab pieces?
1: Uh, varies. Um, it also depends on one, how in-depth you want to actually, like, immerse yourself in a character down to, like, props and things um, as opposed to, okay, well, I just am making the outfit that this specific character wore, and how, again, how detailed do you want to go? Um, as far as budget goes like there'll be times when i may just purchase fabric to actually make like a suit or a jacket um and then in some cases i'm the budget may go towards hair to make a wig because mm. um, while yes they have prefabbed wigs prefab uh props and costumes and things of that nature sometimes they can get a little bit on the expensive side Mm -hmm. especially the really um detailed ones and every so often again it depends on your style uh what you want to bring to the character or how authentic you want the character to be because there have been times um when i have thrown in my own artistic license with a few of the characters, be it the way their hair um, hair is arranged or the fabric used to make the costume. So while the structure of the costume may look like the character, the fabric choice might be a bit different. Mm.
0: OK, so I remember when you start to see more and more uh, black people. Cosplaying, which was like I would, in my recollection, like fairly recent, because even when I was going to cons, it was mostly just like Mm -hmm. non black people like dressing up as characters. Um, this becomes it seems that like being black in cosplay is like doubly difficult because you're black in cosplay, and so like, why? What's your take on it being, like, so controversial to be a Black cosplayer in so many cosplay circles now?
1: Um,
0: Or is it getting better?
1: It is getting better. (laughs) Um, Even within the last year, like, um, actually, last month during Black History Month, um, they did a 28 Days of Cosplay on, on Instagram where they took maybe, like, they got a list of, like, historic figures, African-American historic figures, mm-hmm. um, and they put out the word to all of the people that, you know, followed the specific Instagram account, um, and a whole bunch of Black cosplayers got involved, and we just hit the ground running and, um, you know, immerse ourselves in whichever historic figure we were portraying or cosplaying as, but, you know, that was a little bit easier one, because we're going off of African American figures. Right. Um, what I, at least in my personal experience, um, tend to have difficulty with sometimes is that, um, you know, even within the comic world, there aren't that many melanated (laughs) uh, superheroes or villains or um, characters in general. Sometimes they're support characters or, you know, again, you'll have your, 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 tokens or your very, your sprinkles of black characters. um, And it's even smaller within the anime and manga world. So I've found that, Even though I'm black, I can still portray a character whether they're depicted as being black or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and I personally have not necessarily gotten any flack for doing so because, again, these are fictional characters, not right? Well, they're not real people. Um, and you know, again, there are other people who go around and cosplay as these characters. You know, I mean, these characters would particularly you know, be, you know, uh, Japanese or, or um, not necessarily white or black. And, but there's a, there's a myriad of people who decide to cosplay as that character. Um, Again, I think that You do what you can with what you get. Right. Um, so while I can cosplay as a character, my hair may or may not um, be that be be portrayed as that exact character. Like I found that there's like this sort of middle ground mm. where like you can maybe dress up as the character. But the hairstyle could maybe be a little bit more. um, It could resonate a little bit more with your own culture. So Mm. I've even with a few black cosplayers that I've seen on Instagram, people that I follow, they've um, dressed up as these cosplay characters, these anime characters, comical characters. But their hair may be in locks or they may be in afros or they may be in twist outs. It'll still be the same color. The color of their hairstyle might be attributed as that character, mm. but the way in which they style it is more geared towards the black culture. If mm. I'm if I'm explaining that right, I don't know. Yeah, it's just like it's
0: it's. <laughs> so I mean, not really like centric, but it's also just like. Like, kind of like what you said, you do what you can with what you got. Like, like black hair doesn't nat- isn't naturally, like, straight. Or even when it is straight, it doesn't behave in the same way as, like, the wispy mm-hmm. anime figures when the wind blows by right. Right, right before a battle. So it's just, like, you kind of have, like, you essentially have to make it your own in a way. Because there's only so few options that you can do aside from buying a wig,
1: I about to say. I mean, if you have the means to do so to buy the wig, hey, more power to you. Do it. Do it. It's awesome. Great. Go for it. I I don't particularly have the (laughs) budget to, you know, continuously be uh, going out and purchasing wigs and things of that nature. So.
0: Right, because I mean, wigs are expensive.
1: <laughs> they really are. Oh my gosh. And especially, again, like when you get into those anime characters that have like the odd spiky hair that's like all over the place, mm. whatever the heck they product or whatever that they put in it to make it like stay that way, mm. I, I, don't even, I don't even know. I just, yes, <laughs> the more detailed that they are.
0: That's I was like, yeah,
1: the more expensive they tend to they tend to be.
0: Like in like just the level of dedication that people have towards like you know cosplaying these mm-hmm. characters. It's just it's fun it's amazing. It's astounding oh, yeah. to just like see just like down to contacts and mm-hmm. like make up like how they contour their faces to even look closer to the character and everything like that. It's like it's dope and I've grown to appreciate it mm-hmm. when I first started seeing it. Like going out to cons, I was like, "What the hell is this?" Like, it's just like you know, whatever. Okay, you like the character, whatever. And then just start seeing more and more to the point where it kind of started taking over cons. And I was just like, "What the hell is going on? <laughs> Why are these people dressed up as these characters? I have no idea." Like, I mean, I like anime, but you're going like deep, deep diving into like things I've never even heard of. And so it's just like just seeing the evolution of cosplay and. Like parallel in tandem with that the evolution of black cosplay or black people in cosplay has been really awesome to watch so what is the difference or what like separates cosplay from just dressing up in a costume
1: so and again this is just my personal opinion right. I'm not speaking for all the cosplayers out there so you know there's other cosplayers that have other opinions. More power to you. Great. it's awesome. Um, and my personal opinion, or at least what I perceive as to be the main difference, um, is, well, one, like what's it, what's it for? (laughs) Like, is this just, oh yeah, I'm going to a costume party and it's, it's, it's like, or, or, you know, something for Halloween versus no, I'm going to an actual convention where, you know, they have speakers, um, they have voice actors and they have artists, different vendors and things of that nature. Like, I feel like one, it depends on the reason as to why you're doing it. And then also, um again, like you're wearing a costume and you're playing as whatever character it is that you're you're emulating. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that's in a shoot or a small video, like, you know, I mean, they have fan videos out there on YouTube and stuff like that um, where they, you know, dub <laughs> they dub um, scenes from shows or create right. their own live action versions of, of, of anime and things of that nature. So I think it one depends on what it's for and like what the costume is for and then what you're doing, hmm. like, like whether or not you're actually yes, I am portraying or emulating this character. So some people will actually get into character mm. um, for, like, that specific uh, event or shoot. It, it, it varies.
0: Mm. And how has your cosplay journey advanced since you first started to now? <laughs>
1: um I I definitely find myself experimenting a bit more, especially with the hair bit, because um, I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> uh, that 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 was a bit of a challenge. Mm. Um, at first, <laughs> I would I, at first I would purposefully pick characters that maybe had a similar hairstyle to what my hair currently looked like, so I didn't really have to do much right. as far as styling goes. Um, or find one that had similar, I guess, hairstyle as as the wigs that I already had in my stash. Um, so I, I'd, I'd say I, I upped my game a bit, <laughs> hairstyle wise, um, and then also prop wise, because uh. I, I primarily didn't really get into props. I mean, I know, like, oh my gosh, like that—that's just the whole. Thing in and of itself, like I mean, yeah. the stuff that people do to create props alone, yeah. alone is it's it's phenomenal. I, I mean, to yeah. the point where like people get into like rob- robots and like light lighting technicians and things of that nature. Like mm. they'll incorporate all that stuff into their props. Mm-hmm. I mean, people come in with full on Iron Man suits with the you know the lighted up little. Uh, chest piece right? and I mean like adding sound to stuff I mean people have like gone above and beyond even with props in and of itself. I am so not at that level <laughs> I don't necessarily think that I plan on going that far <laughs> again if you have the budget and the materials it means to do so more power to you I don't right or the know-how, even I—that is not my forte. So
0: yeah, I remember the first time yeah. I saw somebody with um, somebody that was cosplaying as Cloud from Final Fantasy, and they mm-hmm. had like an accurate Cloud sword, which is like nine feet long. And I was so amazed by it. Like I just I believe I think I stared at it for like mm-hmm. thirty minutes, just like. Just all the pictures, just like looking at every single detail of the character and all like the intricacies of the sword, just the sword. Yes. And it blew me away. And that was my kind of like, not introduction, but that was my, when I finally realized that cosplay is dope. Because again, before I was just like, eh, whatever, it's just a bunch of people in costume. But then when I saw the level of detail that went into that and went further down the rabbit hole, like even looking at images of characters, I had no idea who they were, but seeing how like detailed they were and then looking up the actual character like in the manga anime or comic book that they came from, it's just like, Oh shit, that's crazy. They got it like they got it down one hundred percent. So which is like of the different types of uh, genres that you could cosplay from because doing a, like a tertiary dive on like your Instagram and Facebook profile, like you have steampunk, you have some anime characters, like what is your favorite genre to cosplay from?
1: Um, again, like, (laughs) you know, representation matters. Um, And I don't necessarily know that I have a specific genre that I like. Um, Because again, like I said, I do cosplay and I do alternative J fashion. So like that's kind of its own separate entity. But I guess specifically within cosplay, probably characters more geared towards anime than say like DC or Marvel right. comic characters or um even people in real life I mean I not too long ago I just got finished um cosplaying as you know Janelle Monet like right. you can you can I mean you don't, you don't like cosplaying is not necessarily just um just towards anime characters or comic book characters or things of that nature. I mean, mm. I think you can mean, cosplay as whoever you want, really, whoever's out there. I mean, again, you're, you're, you're portraying a person or you're portraying a character. Um, and so I probably would have to say anime only one, cause I just like anime, right. Um, right. but two, just the level of detail um, that goes into the artistry of like just their wardrobe their fashion um again their props their superpowers like i mean their hair i mean all of it like it's it's animated right cool. um so yeah i'd probably have to say anime so far
0: cool and you say you mentioned this term a lot j fashion or alt j fashion what is that compared to just cosplay or any other type of fashion.
1: Um, Okay, so alternative J fashion, um, J short for Japanese fashion, Um, specifically Japanese street fashion. There's like a myriad of subgenres underneath that. Um, At the Teco convention, um, there have been a lot of panels on, you know, all the different subgenres of J fashion. I mean, there's, there's way too many to name and count right now. Right. Um, so, so yeah, so specifically the one that I'm, I guess, kind of into, um, would be, uh, considered Lolita, um, and, an OG fashion, which pulls from, uh, Victorian era. Um, so it's, it's kind of, uh, it's kind of like a modern twist on, um, Victorian and Edwardian fashion. I'd have if I if I have to say so. It's like um, the ruffles and the petticoats and the lace and the bows and the florals and it's, it's 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 very big on um, the um, female fashion of of that era. Mm. And essentially, they just instead of them being a full full-on, full-length gowns. They're just shortened a bit. Mm-hmm. So they're probably maybe like, I guess, calf <laughs> calf or knee length. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I've... So I guess the difference between cosplay and J-fashion, well, yeah, would have to be just that. One is based off of or pulling from um, an actual uh, historic... Um, fashion and then the other is just uh, characters that were created or um, I guess people in this sense so one is an actual fashion that you could wear day to day Right. if you wanted to um, and then cosplay again like I said depends on when you do it, so for special events and things of that nature. I mean, unless you want to cosplay all day, 24-7, I, mean, some people do I, it. I don't know anyone <laughs> that has done that, but I mean, if, if if your job allows you to do that, okay. I'm
0: sure out there there's some people, I mean, there's some people who make money off <laughs> of <a> cosplay, but...
1: <laughs> yeah. Or touring and things of that nature, that's true. Right. That's true. <laughs> awesome more power to you if, if you you can create a job out of cosplay that's that'd be dope
0: yeah because i remember like when i was over in japan and you go to harajuku and shibuya like i was familiar with like lowly fashion but then mm-hmm. i didn't realize how many sub genres of like Lolita so fashion oh. there is and it's just like I was like, oh, but they all kind of look the same, and they're just like no
1: Lolita, <laughs> right. Lolita fashion. Yeah, There's
0: like there's so many different like um like there's like the one that's a I just a friend sent me a video of kind of like suicide Lolita fashion where it's just like not like it's it's weird it's like um it's like fascinating and it's weird and it's beautiful and I don't, I'm still on the fence as to whether it's like glorifying it or whether it's just like opening the conversation on it because like, it's like suicide is still like a kind of like depression in general psychology, like therapy and wellness is still kind of like a, like a a newer idea in Japan. Um, at okay. least when I was over there years ago and so like they like so there's like a whole subgenre that's around this like like depression sure, and mental you, health
1: are you talking about um oh, the, the, the name escapes me but I guess as far as the maybe subject matter in terms of maybe prints and things do they have a lot of um like first aid um, Yes. Um, Band aids, um, like medicine type. Yes. Things.
0: Needles and like almost always like a nurse wearing an eye patch.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, so so I, I know which subgenre you're talking about. Um, no, they're not. I, I don't know the name, but they're they're not, from my knowledge at least. I don't believe they're glorifying it. They're raising awareness to people who have gone through that. Right. To say, like, like hey, like, yeah, I, I, I am practicing um, uh, self-care, so mm-hmm. to speak. I, I think it might be maybe more geared towards self-care than glorifying suicide. Because I, I, I don't think it's glorifying suicide or romanticizing that. Again, seeing as some of the stuff that they have are like, you know, Band aids to patch yourself up, or mm. you know, nurses are meant to care for people. Right. So I, at least, I am thinking that that it's more promoting of self care than
0: it's, yeah. it's. And it's diff, it's especially difficult looking at it through a Western lens because culturally we're just you know we're just like so different. But mm-hmm. I was like just blown away by. Because again, it wasn't my thing, so I didn't really like pay attention to it. It's just like okay, it's just a bunch of people in cosplay. But then, like to learn of like I, I would, I dare say, thousands of subgenres in cosplay. It's like it was wild. It's a a lifestyle and like a subculture unto itself. That's just that goes beyond just someone dressing up as something. It's like. Mm-hmm it becomes like a like a way of being almost.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and, it, and it, it definitely is for some people. I mean, again, there are tons of um, um, even with J fashion, I mean, there are tons of like um, indie designers, fashion designers that specifically target mm. people who are into J fashion. Um, and it's, you know, they're, they're, they're heavily populated over there. But they've made their way over here. Um there aren't that many within the US, but there are a few mm-hmm. out there. Um and you know, just like I just like the cosplay group, you know, they have J Fashion groups. Mm. Different meetups where you can go and dress up in these clothes and hang out, take pictures. So you know,
0: what is what are some of the hallmarks of J Fashion? Like what like kind of sets it apart or like, you know, makes it it's own genre
1: of fashion? Um, yeah, again, again, that depends on what subgenre of J fashion you're talking about. Um, so it's
0: complicated.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, and yes and no. I mean, again, I only primarily deal with one or two, maybe subgenres of J fashion because mm. there's quite a bit. So I can't necessarily speak to every sort of subgenre of J fashion that there is out there. I am not an expert. Right. I, I'm new to the game, um, in both J fashion and cosplaying. So there are tons of people, a few friends of mine that know way more about it than I do. Right. Um, But I guess uh, as far as one of the main differences between the two.
0: What kind of like, is there anything that defines it as like, oh, that's J fashion. If you were to see it on the street. (sighs) Or is it something more that's just like, it's just a feeling or a vibe.
1: So I want to say yes to both. Okay. Um definitely with some of the street some of the street styles. Um there's a lot of layering involved. Um a lot of mixing of colors and prints that you may or may not typically Mix here. Right. Um. I, I. I. Yeah. So. 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 While. Yes. You could distinctly tell via the way that they layer their clothes, or, like I said, the different colors and prints that they choose to coordinate. But you'd only know that if you were familiar with that specific. J fashion like style like I mean someone from over here who may not have ever seen J fashion or not even know what it is they mm-hmm. look at someone who's wearing it and be like oh that's interesting or might think it's cosplay or might think it's a costume mm-hmm. or might think that oh are you oh you look nice or or oh um are you dressing up for something or like you know uh, it could it could vary <laughs> like they they may they might not be able to contribute that specific outfit to J Fashion. But they would they would definitely know that it's not necessarily something that's like Americanized.
0: Right. So something yeah. like a spider sense would go off of just like, uh, oh, I'm sensing J Fashion.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Again, like I said, if you're I mean if you're if you're in the know about it. You probably could pick it up. Right. And know. Um, but for those who don't, yeah, no, not so much.
0: <laughs> so it's like, no old Navy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Or like, or like, you might seem to be like, oh, you know they got that from Hot Topic or something. I don't know. Like, right. I mean, back, back in the uh, old Goth days.
0: So you could probably <laughs> lay, l- layer. Certain Old Navy items to like simulate J fashion.
1: I don't even honestly. I <laughs> Old Navy is pushing it. I don't even think Old Navy would even. I no. I don't even think Old Navy would even be like a good store. Maybe. <laughs> so like for Lolita fashion, I guess if you were going for something that maybe might fit that look, mm. perhaps if you went to a thrift store. Mm. And bought like I mean I hate to say like a ruffled blouse mm-hmm. um like a T A line skirt and a cardigan. Mm. Okay. And then you this is this is making it very, very basic by the way. Right. So by no means like, you know, the full on Lolita outfit. Right. Um, But just, you know, like if you were just trying to figure out a look or get something very quickly to to maybe come up with it. Again, thrifting, like you could probably find stuff at a thrift store um, or an antique store. Sometimes they have like old brooches or jewelry. Um, Yeah, probably like antique stores, thrift stores for that specific look mm. if you're probably looking for something more street more poppy mm, I mean for real for real you could like mix and match stuff from multiple clothing stores right. again it's i think it's more in all how you layer it and the colors that you choose versus what store to specifically buy it from again unless you have the budget To actually buy it from the fashion
0: designers who do J fashion. Right, so it's like layers, colors, patterns, basically, and then just watch Mm -hmm. it, watch a video, watch a video on YouTube, or look at some pictures and (laughs) learn how to put put a J fashion outfit together.
1: (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Google's your best
0: friend. Yeah, just get get the vibe, and then you can (laughs) you can get involved in J fashion. You too can get involved in J fashion.
1: Exactly.
0: (laughs) So I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you what anime, manga and comics you're into now.
1: Now, Mm. Um, I just got finished with Demon Slayer. Oh,
0: yes, that's, my favorite um, of the past 5 years has been James
1: <laughs> Yeah, I legit just got finished with that. Actually, the shoot tomorrow is for that.
0: Okay, sweet. Um, that's uh, dope.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I'm, I'm going as uh, uh Shinobu Gojo.
0: Who? I, I Shinobu
1: Kocho. That's the one. That's the one with the um uh with like the butterfly kimono,
0: ah, and she has that little stink. She has a stinger sword, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. everybody's just mm-hmm. like, "Why do your sword looks weak?" and but actually, it's just like,
1: "Oh, so I can." <laughs> yeah, 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 her, yeah. <laughs> yes, her.
0: Um, her backstory was so crazy too. I was just like, "Whoa!" It like it, was deep. it hit me deep. I was just like, "Oh." <laughs>
1: It was, it was. I was like, yo, I was like, I wish they would do more backstories. I'm hoping in like the second season, whenever it comes out.
0: If it comes out. I haven't seen the movie yet, but I'm really like, I'm trying to find like the movie.
1: I hope they do. Cause I really want to, I want the backstory on all of like the big 12, um, the 12 top people of that. Crew, because mm. really they they introduced some other interesting characters. And I'm like, oh well, it's some person's deal. Right, right. Um, but yeah, so Demon Slayer. Uh, I haven't finished One Piece. One Piece is a beast. Good luck. <laughs> I I haven't finished it yet, and Good I'm just luck. like, how how it's like one of the longest <laughs> enemies I've ever. Life. Yeah. Yes. Like <laughs> that um, and Detective
0: Conan. Like,
1: oh okay i
0: haven't i have not so it's, it's, i believe over here it's called case closed but like um okay. the original japanese title is uh, detective conan and it's one of my favorites aside from like i would say like lupin and then detective conan um because it's just like mysteries sol- they are they're solving mysteries and in the story yeah. at the beginning like i would say like the first uh, the first third Of the Mm -hmm. series, it's all about just, like, solving mysteries and also who turned Conan into a kid. Okay, yeah, I guess that's the main thing. He was a teenager who was solving crimes, um, and he was, like, the best uh, crime solver. Mm -hmm. And and then somebody poisoned him, and the poison turned him into a child. Oh. So he went from a teenager to, like, an eight-year-old kid. And so he's oh, still right. solving crimes as an eight-year-old kid, but like he's also an eight-year-old kid. So he, but has he still something.
1: has a teenage mind. Exactly.
0: Though. So okay. he's a okay. genius in an eight-year-old kid body solving crimes, and like how he gets, a, like how he gets around to solving crimes. Like it's a central conceit of the show, um, but it's a dope show because. I believe like in the second third of episodes it starts to get into like these weird conspiracy this weird conspiracy territory where there's like mm-hmm. an, another plot like an overarching like the just procedural solving crimes every episode. And it gets oh, really no. dope for like a show I'll where it's about like out. an eight year old kid solving crimes, like it's 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 dope. And so like that's like yeah. my second favorite um anime. But sorry, we're talking yeah. about your favorites. <laughs> no!
1: good no look that's more material for me to watch later on what's it called again
0: detective conan or case closed okay case closed
1: okay yeah. got you. you can
0: okay. probably find it under either, either title if it's but you might not be able to find all the episodes under case closed but under detective okay. conan it's like like i don't think like they're at like i can't even i don't even know it's so many episodes it's up there with okay. one piece okay okay I'll,
1: I'll i'll check my crunch roll and see if there's on crunchy roll um Katana Maidens. I finished Sword Art Online. I finished recently. Um, food Wars.
0: Yeah, Food Wars.
1: <laughs> that made me so hungry. I'm not gonna lie. Every every time I watched that one, I was just like, "Yo!" And then and, and the way that they animated the food, mm. like it was so, oh, it was so good. And then I then I then I started like thinking to myself, like, I actually wonder if some of these recipes like are legit. Like, I wonder if they actually are what like, can be done. I'm like, were they actually pulling from real stuff or were these made up like
0: I would never understand how to get up. like the sweat off of meat. <laughs> like, like the, this, just the let that little that one drop it's just like this succulent piece of meat and then it's yes. that one drip that comes out and you're, I'm just like oh my god like for some reason that, that for me is what makes it it's that one piece of yes. drop of moisture that just goes <laughs> and I'm just like oh my god I have to eat now
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah those are at least the ones as of as of late um, I mean, it, it, oh, I've seen so many, it's not even funny.
0: Yeah, it's got to a point. Where, like, my memory is horrible to begin with, but, like, I've just watched so, many, like, watched so many things and then I just mm-hmm. forget immediately after watching mm-hmm. it. Like, Unless
1: I see a picture of it. Like, if I see a picture of it or if someone maybe mentions the title of either a character or... The anime itself, mm. and that'll probably help jog my memory. But yeah, there's just so many.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, so many. And anything that comes out of um, Mappa, I like, like uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. Like mm-hmm. that's dope. That's dope. A um, Kaisen, I should. Um, and what was the other one? Oh, God of High School. <laughs> Like that one, yeah. It's based off of a Korean uh, comic uh, in web series, I believe. But that okay. one was dope. It's like it took a, it took at least as far as like the anime series goes. It took a while for me to actually like get into it because the fight mm-hmm. scenes were cool, but it was just like the story is just like, all right, when's the story going to kick in? It's just a bunch of kids fighting, and then when the story actually yeah. does kick in, it's just like, oh, okay, this is this is dope. It turns into some wild shit where it's just like i did not see this coming
1: <laughs> yeah but I'll have to check that out he yeah. says called
0: god of god of high school high school okay. yeah and then i mean as far as like i'm sure like i feel like every anime fan has watched this but like samurai Champlu is like the goat it's like how they mix it was akira for me held that title for a long time and then when that series came out when samurai Champu came out i was just like oh this is like it kind of opened my mind to what you can do next with anime
1: yeah
0: with how it mixed music like hip-hop specifically with anime intentionally i was just like oh this is dope this is dope
1: Actually I feel like that's kind of why I liked and oh, it's an old one. Um with how they how they how they fused the jazz with anime. Cowboy was it cowboy bebop?
0: Yeah, cowboy bebop, yeah.
1: Yeah. That was pretty that was that was pretty dope. And again, like I said, it was old school, but I really do like I guess whoever was working on the audio for that mm. series, how they fused the music into the show. It's right. pretty cool.
0: Um so another one <laughs> this is turned into anime chat with Jason and Kristen. Oh.
1: It's it.
0: <laughs> the uh I can't uh Furikuri. Have okay. are you fa- familiar with uh, are you familiar with Furikuri? Mm-hmm. Watch Furikuri and it will change your okay. life. <laughs> it will okay. change your life.
1: Yeah.
0: It is at its core it's a coming of age story for this one kid. It's like, um, without getting like too, like technical or graphic. It's a like a it's a sexual coming of age story, but it ha- there's no sex in it. There's no sex at all in it. Um, okay. But it's because they use um, like symbolism. There's a lot of symbolism yeah. and a lot of uh, like metaphor okay. in the series. On the surface, it's like a surreal action. Anime, but okay. the undertones are of this like teenage kid who's like, you know, reaching puberty and he's like discovering all these things about like his body and like, you know, gr- he's growing up
1: mm-hmm. and
0: he has a guide in quotes that helps him grow up again. This is it's an action, there's no sex, but the guide kind of like she's like this really playful. Like, fox girl. Not, she's not an actual fox, but, like, she plays the role of, like, the trickster. Okay. Right. Um, And she's... But, like, the series is dope. And it's super surreal. And I know I did not do it any justice in describing it. I just said, like, oh, yeah, it's about fucking <laughs> puberty. But it's not... <laughs> it's, like, a really well-done, like coming-of-age story at heart with, like, all these action and, surreal, like, surreal elements over it. It was, like, for the longest time... I think of every anime I've ever seen, I watched that series like, the most. It's a short series, too. It's not many episodes, but, like, it's just... It's really that good. And the animation is dope. Like, everything about it is really cool. I don't want to spoil anything about it, because, like, I want you to... Get that, right, yeah,
1: yeah, that yeah. Genuine, yeah. Like, when you see I'm it going, like oh, a binge watch that. What the shit is going on? <laughs> what? <away? laughs>
0: um so yeah, it's like Furikuri. It also goes by FLCL. Um so you can okay. find you'll be able to find it on either one of those.
1: Okay.
0: Okay, that's enough anime talk cuz you can see it, just go for hours about that. So So true. So true. Is there <laughs> anything you would like to plug or shout out? At this juncture?
1: As opposed to...
0: Like, is there anything that you're into that you want to promote or anything that you're doing that you want to promote, um, your social media, et cetera? Oh. Um, didn't think about that one. <laughs> uh,
1: so, sure, I guess. Um, for those in the local Pittsburgh area, um, and somewhat fairly surrounding area. If you're into cosplaying, um, check out Pittsburgh. Um, cosplay photo. What is it? Photography. Wait, photo shoot. Hold on, let me get that right.
0: <laughs> yeah, what to say?
1: <laughs> let me get the group right.
0: <laughs> they'll be mad if you mess up. <laughs>
1: this is true. This is so true. Yes, Pittsburgh cosplay photo shoots. Um, if you're into cosplaying, check out the Facebook group. Introduce yourself. We're always looking for more members to nerd out with us. Um, and just join in and have fun. And it's a group of both photographers and cosplayers. So whatever you, whatever tickles your fancy, by all means, join the group if you'd like. Um, and then I guess. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's just about it. I I don't know. I can add my my own Instagram, I guess, if you
0: only if you want to. I'm, no pressure. It's whatever you like to promote. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah, no, that's fine. That's right. well, I'll just go with that. Right, cool. <laughs> you can edit that stuff.
0: Up. No, it's all staying in.
1: <laughs> no. We're
0: capturing every yeah. ugly, awkward <laughs> moment. That's what we do here. <laughs> warts and all
1: yes 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 add that to the blooper reels
0: (laughs) so Um, finally what is black
1: what is black like the color black
0: what is black
1: Uh, uh, mm -hmm. (laughs) that's a very ambiguous question uh
0: what is black intentionally ambiguous
1: I, I, yeah, uh, yeah, that threw me for a loop. <laughs> I don't know that that really can fully be defined. I mean, from a literal standpoint, color-wise, yeah, but I guess if you're speaking, are you speaking culturally? I'm
0: I'm speaking what is black
1: (laughs) that's not really helpful (laughs) helpful. Um,
0: it's okay not to have like a clear defined answer that's fine too
1: I mean I I don't like I s st- I don't have a definitive one. Cause again, it, it depends on what context you're 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 asking and I don't know that. So
0: I'm <laughs> there not going no sure to
1: answer that.
0: <laughs> there is like, no context. My
1: artistic, my artistic brain is like black. the colour black. The combination of all colors put together. The black is?
0: <laughs> I didn't I didn't mean to launch a particle accelerator in your head. <laughs> Yeah, okay, like a super it's collider. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> well,
1: if you mean black as far as African-Americans, well, I mean, that's a term used to describe our race, but there's, we're not monolithic. I th- we're, we're all different so I can't necessarily you know say like yeah this is black.
0: and I think that's a beautiful answer in and of itself like everything that happened after I asked the question is your answer and it's a beautiful okay. answer <laughs>
1: okay <laughs> yeah, I, I, I I I hope that worked it was oh, okay. great Oh, okay I'm like, what? What? I mean, I can throw that back at you for that no matter. How, how do you define what what black is?
0: See, and that's that's interesting. Nobody's ever asked asked me what black is. For me, it's simple. Black is everything, and black is nothing at the same time. Hmm. That's that's it to me. Interesting. Yeah so i uh, I'll leave you <laughs> to chew on that for a while and maybe. Collide some more particles. and Well,
1: because now, now that you said, like, it's everything and nothing, then that started, like, then my science brain started moving. I was like, hmm, black hole. <laughs> and, then, and then I was like, well, yeah, wait, what well, all goes into what a black hole is? And then I was like, oh, wait, but everything. And then again, my artistic mind was going, so it's like, yes, everything, all the colors, encompasses everything, all things. And so, like, just, yes, yes, brain
0: everywhere. It's it's a it's a great brain. And <laughs> an excellent way of thinking. Thank you. <laughs> All
1: right, Kristen. Two for thought. Two for thought.
0: exactly. It's been a pleasure talking with you. Um,
1: likewise.
0: I will uh hopefully stay in contact with you because we are in the same city and not that far from each other. And when That's it's all random. this pandemic blows over, maybe I'll like uh you could introduce me to some like cosplay heads so I can yeah, actually sure. like wrap my head around this fully.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean I'll send you I'll send you links.
0: Cool. Sounds good. All right. Take care.
1: Likewise, you too.
0: Okay. Bye.
1: <laughs> bye. <laughs>